One thing that makes me incredibly grateful is about a year ago, my dog, Harvey, had a stroke. And luckily, he's pretty much fully recovered. But my dog is like my child. So for me, it was this absolutely horrendous experience. And it really gave me a new lease on life where I just little moments of being there and having him around brought so much joy. So now just for me, even just we live in an apartment block, just taking him outside so he can go for a short walk is something that brings a, a huge amount of joy. Just And it's allowed me to be a lot more present in the moment. So I've made this a non-negotiable thing. I do every single lunchtime. I take a walk outside. I leave my phone behind. I get some fresh air. I'm present with him. I'm walking along the river. It brings a huge amount of happiness to me. Because I know that that brings joy into my life, I've made it a practice I do daily. So it goes back to that individual of what brings joy. And then you have to force yourself to be present in the moment. So how do you remove anything that could distract you? Usually that's your phone, it's devices, it's something that's stressing you out. Whatever that is, how do you actually make sure that that's not getting in the way so that you can be in the moment and feel more of it? Stay connected to gratitude. Hit the follow button right now and join thousands of listeners tuning in each week. We're the Gratitude Seekers. Come join us. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today's guest is a best-selling author who has worked with CEOs and business leaders in 15 countries. He's currently in the build-up of, of his new book, Maybe You Should Give Up, Seven Ways to Get Out of Your Own Way and Take Control of Your Life, which is hitting the stores in June. But until then, uh, we will be having this very interesting conversation about mindset, overthinking, um, self-sabotage, and other very interesting things that we will get into with our guest, Byron Morrison. Welcome, Byron, to the Gratitude Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on today. My pleasure. So let us know a little bit more about you. I wanted to keep my intros short so that you can... Um, help us understand more about where you come from and um, how you got here. Yeah, sure. So my journey to what I'm doing today very much began over a decade ago. At that point in my life, to be honest, I really wasn't in a great place. I was struggling with my weight. I had no confidence. I was stuck in a job that I was burnt out and every single day was a challenge to get through. And it was so frustrating for me because I knew that I was capable of so much more, but I was nowhere close to my potential. And then my dad got cancer. And during his treatment, he had most of his bowel surgically removed, and he spent 25 days in ICU, most of that on life support and breathing through a tracheostomy. And mm -hmm. that for me was the wake-up call that something had to change. Because luckily he pulled through, which is something that I'm eternally grateful for. But that took me on a journey of transformation where I was determined to turn my own life around. So that got me into personal development. I started learning everything I could about mindset, nutrition, changing behaviors, and really focused on getting my life on track. Once I did, I took everything I learned and it went to be the foundation of my first best-selling book, Become a Better You. And I started my business helping people from around the world really take control of their lives. 
Um, that's really built up over the last seven, eight years where I've had the opportunity to work with people in 15 different countries. I've written two more best-selling books. And one of the things I've seen time and time again is the biggest reason most people struggle to change is because they get in their own way. They know what to do, mm-hmm. but inevitably they sabotage their own success, which was something that I had struggled with for so many years on my own path. So that was why I took everything that I learned uh, from helping people really get out of their own way. And it's gone into the foundations of my new book, Maybe You Should Give Up. So yeah, that's very much just a bird's eye overview of what I've been doing for the last decade. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, just as a, a side note, which I think is it's really interesting, you um, you have uh, we have a, a relationship, uh, a bond in the in the sense that um, your your better half is uh, Romanian, right? <laughs> yeah, she is. She's been in the UK for over ten years now, but yeah, we do generally go back to Romania about once a year or so. A bit less since the pandemic and everything hit, but. Uh, yeah, I think we'll probably be going back in the next few months. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So, um, yeah, the first thing that I wanted to to ask you is, um, what does it mean to actually take control of, of your life? So for me, taking control of your life is all about figuring out, okay, what is the life that you actually want to be living and what do you need to do to turn it into a reality? Because Every single person's got goals and dreams and the way that they want their life to actually look. But a lot of the time we settle for less or we don't take action on the goals that are going to get us there. So this is where a lot of people start getting frustrated because they're spending their days in jobs or careers where they're unfulfilled, where they're in relationships, where they're not happy, where their health is not at the level that it wants to be. So it's all about figuring out, okay, what does the life that you want to be living look like? And what do you need to do to actually get get there and take control of it? Mm-hmm. And what are the things that uh, people usually um, sabotage themselves with? Generally, across the board, I find the biggest areas that we sabotage ourselves are in our health, um, our relationships, and then also our professional success. It varies from person to person, but it's very much when someone is in a situation where they're not happy with how things are going for them. They know what they need to do to change it, but inevitably their actions are counterproductive and they end up actually getting in their own way. It's like someone who's on a diet who knows that in order to lose weight and get in shape, they need to eat healthier and exercise. But then they have a long day and they go and eat a tub of ice cream or they just don't feel like working out that day. So they skip the gym and sit on the couch watching Netflix. So it's whenever you know what you should be doing, but you just don't do it. Mm, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And how can how can we do? How can we start to to shift this? Like for instance, if uh, like in our case, our listeners want to um, start the uh, gratitude habit, how can they uh, apply what you just said so that they won't sabotage themselves? So for me, one of the biggest reasons why most people don't achieve their goals is they focus too much on what they want and they don't figure out who they need to become in order to make it a reality. So that's why the first place I always start with people that I'm working with is we need to figure out who is that next level version of themselves? Who is that version of them who's actually achieved their goals? Because once we have that clarity, that's when you can reverse engineer the journey. And anyone listening to this now can do exactly the same thing. Just think about, okay, who do you want to be in 90 days? 
what you want to have achieved and what does that version of you look like? With that in mind, how do you reverse engineer the journey? What is that version of you who's achieved their goals done every single day that's got them to where they are? That's going to show you the habits, the routines, the behaviors that you need to take on and build to get you to where you want to be. And then when you're in situations where you don't want to follow through, you can no longer rely on your current level of thinking because your mindset and behaviors that got you to where you are isn't going to help you become that person. So in those moments, you really need to catch yourself and think, what would the person I want to become do right now? Would they skip the gym? Would they eat that bowl of ice cream? Or would they hold themselves to a higher standard? Sometimes just having that mental conversation with yourself and putting yourself in the shoes of the person you want to become can be exactly what you need to do in order to take action. So you're taking willpower and motivation and everything else out of it. And you're just focusing on, okay, if I want to create this life, this is what I need to show up as in order to make it happen. So for me, that's very much the first step in starting to build momentum and confidence. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So basically, um, having a clear picture of who we want to be uh, after a while, like in in 90 days or so, and uh, going back from that and uh, taking the the right steps so that we can actually uh, become that, that version that we visualize, basically, right? Yeah, and it also helps you create a plan because a lot of the time people go into wanting to make changes just hoping for the best. Whereas if you sit down and really think about, okay, this is where I want to be in 90 days. What actions would I need to take to get there? And the reason why I like 90 days is it's tangible, whereas a year is a really long time and so much can change. Whereas if you think 90 days in the future, you can map it out. Okay, this is where I want to be. What would I need to do every single week to get there? Then weekly, you can reassess, you can think what went right, what didn't go as well, where do you need to pivot and change course, and you can track your journey along the way. So when it feels tangible, you can actually start making progress. And this is one thing that I see so many people getting in their own way, because they just focus on the end result, but they don't figure out the actions they need to actually take. So it's just really breaking it down on a foundational level of, okay, this is what you need to do to get there. And then pushing yourself to show up and do the best you can every single day. Mm. Yeah. That, that makes perfect sense. And uh, let's take an example. So like I said, um, if we want to become a, a grateful person by in three months, in 90 days. So uh, that m- would mean uh, that we would be, uh most of the time grateful and uh much more cheerful and so um how we would we break that down how how would we know which are the steps spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping cooking and cleaning up after each meal stress-free eating is just one click away this spring factors delicious meals range from calorie smart keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle also discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast on-the-go lunch snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long Head to factormeals.com slash gratitude50 
and use code GRATITUDE50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's GRATITUDE50 at factormeals.com GRATITUDE50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. So you need to figure out, okay, what does that look like in your mind? So if you say, okay, I want to be a more grateful person in 90 days, you need to be clear on what would that actually look like? So what does that mean for that person? Then you can start figuring out, well, in order to, what's missing right now that you're not doing that's stopping you from being grateful? So that could be a case of you're too caught up in the stress of everyday life and you're not taking time to spend with your family or to reflect on your progress or to take some time every single day to stop and really think about what went right, what do you need to be grateful for? That could mean that those are the key things that you need to begin with. So it could be taking some time at the end of every single day or every morning to just stop and be like, okay, this is what's going right. These are the things that are really working for me. I'll give you a perfect example of it. Um, one thing that makes me incredibly grateful for is uh, about a year ago, my dog, Harvey, had a stroke. And luckily, he's pretty much fully recovered. But my dog is like my child. So for me, it was mm. this absolutely horrendous experience. And it really gave me a new lease on life where I just little moments of being there and having him around brought so much joy. So now just for me, even just we live in an apartment block, just taking him outside so he can go for a short walk is something that brings a, a huge amount of joy. Just And it's allowed me to be a lot more present in the moment. So I've made this a non-negotiable thing. I do every single lunchtime. I take a walk outside. I leave my phone behind. I get some fresh air. I'm present with him. I'm walking along the river. It brings a huge amount of happiness to me. And this is because I know that that brings joy into my life. I've made it a practice I do daily. So it goes back to that individual of what brings joy. And then you have to force yourself to be present in the moment. So how do you remove anything that could distract you? Usually that's your phone, it's devices, it's something that's stressing you out. Whatever that is, how do you actually make sure that that's not getting in the way so that you can be in the moment and feel more of it? Mm, that's wonderful. And I totally agree with this. We we need to to schedule time to to be away from from all of these things that are always trying to get our attention. There are so so many things nowadays too that are um, trying to to get us to um, to pay attention to to things that might or might not be relevant for 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 us in the moment, and it just creates a, a a state of anxiety of it's instead of enjoying the the moment the 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 experience that we're we're having in in that moment we were just in a reactive mode and um yeah that's that's not the best place to be and yeah uh, i love the idea yeah, I talk about that a lot in my book, Maybe You Should Give Up, where one of the biggest really destroyers of our happiness is our tendency to focus too much on the future and problems that haven't happened yet. And the issue with that is a lot of the time we can build them up in our mind as this huge catastrophe. So we put ourselves through the, all of the mm -hmm. stress and overwhelm, and then in the end, it's not actually that bad. And that's why one of yeah. my favorite quotes is, if you stress about something before it happens, you're essentially putting yourself through it twice. 
And that's why one of the central themes of the book is getting someone to slow down, to stop focusing on the past or the future, and instead pull their attention into the present. Because as cheesy as it sounds, happiness doesn't come from some outcome off in the future, and instead it comes from the process. And the process takes place in the present. And this is why for a lot of the time when you want to be happy and grateful and fulfilled, it comes down to you being able to be in the very moment, to center and ground yourself with what's actually going on. And this is something that I see so many people struggle with because their attention's always on what they need to get done or they're focusing on problems that may come up or they're just living in the past, focusing on things they can't change. And it's just going back to that reactive state of mind that just leaves them stressed and overwhelmed where they can't actually enjoy life. So for me, it's all about recognizing that and then doing the best that you can because no one's perfect. You're never going to have this clear, amazing state of mind all of the time. But it's whenever you can, just centering yourself in what's going on and really feeling more of life. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And it's it's so important. And um, yeah, you can have a great success in many areas of life. And if you're not able to, to enjoy it, to be present to it and you're just reacting to different things it's you just don't see it basically it's uh it's just like it wouldn't happen so i i think this is uh, an important habit to um to internalize to, to make sure that you give yourself the the time to be present and the time to not not being the in that reactive um uh style of being anymore and i love what you just said what you just said regarding the fear and uh the fact that you're living it twice i think it's uh, gratitude is on the opposite of that in the sense that if you're grateful in the moment and you're present you're enjoying that experience once but when you relive it when you um write it down or uh when you think about it in the future at some point like what we do here on the podcast um we look at the at each year and uh, we write down the the beautiful things that happened in um each month of the year we get to relive those moments so it's uh it's really interesting like it's the the opposite of uh of that fear that we we live what could happen bad what could go wrong and possibly if that actually happens we live it again but yeah in many cases it's just something that we imagine and it's it's sad from my point of view that we we give so much time and energy to to these kinds of things when when there are so many other things that are going right in life, isn't it? Yeah, and that's why I love your approach of writing it down because I'm a huge advocate of journaling and self-reflection because I find the problem for a lot of people is we normalize the way that life is. So something that you were struggling with six months ago, maybe you had a big challenge in your career or relationship and you really focused on improving it. The fact that you've made these big changes, you've just got used to them. So you've forgotten what you were going through back then. So this for a lot of people forgets them, gets them to really forget how much progress they've actually made. So they get frustrated with the fact that they're not further along. 
And that's why by really tracking it and looking at where you were, you can take a moment to look back on, okay, that's how life was six months ago. Look at all of these amazing things I've achieved. Look at how far I've come. Yes, you may not be where you want to be at yet, but you've still come a very long way. And it also helps point to perspective the fact that you're never going to get to where you want to be. Whatever your goals, dreams, and ambitions are right now, as soon as you get close, that goal line's going to move. And this is why for a lot of people, they live in this internal struggle where they feel like they should be further along or they get frustrated over the fact that they haven't made the progress that they want yet. And they live in this never-ending cycle of just feeling deflated that they're not at the level of success they want to be. And that's why for me, it's all about balancing your big goals and desires with actually recognizing where you are and the progress that you've made. That's how you find happiness and fulfillment along the way. Exactly. Exactly. I love this because, like you said, uh, the the goal line always moves, and uh, we we can feel um, deflated along the way, regardless of uh, whether we achieve a goal or not. Because whenever we achieved it, um, we have the tendency to get used to that level, and uh, after a short while, we just I uh, think about the next goal and if we have this habit of not appreciating where we are not appreciating our progress that goes with us basically until the end of life because that's how we uh, we tend to to do things so that's why I believe it's it's important as you mentioned to to appreciate the progress to appreciate where we are because this is growth this is how we evolve and uh, it would be a pity just to be in a state of um, um, dissatisfaction of frustration of where we are right now because we are not further along the way it's just a waste of energy in 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 my perspective but i also wanted to to get to uh, speak a little bit more about your book maybe you should give up give up on what <laughs> so for me when i was first had the idea for the book i wanted to go with a really negative title because it immediately pulls your attention in especially because the whole self-development and self-help world is all about positivity and all of these fluffy yeah. inspirational quotes so i wanted to get something that really stops you that goes completely against that but the book itself even though it sounds negative from the title it's actually about positivity and happiness because I found over the last few years that there's seven key things that all of us hold on to that are stopping us from living the life that we want. And these are being highly reactive, living in fear, focusing on the future, getting too caught up in the past, being too hard on ourselves, comparing ourselves to other people, and then ultimately putting up forth our happiness. So the book itself is all about giving up on all of the things that are stopping you from living the life that you want. So as an example... Um, with one of those I uh, gave of living in fear. So whether you are fearing starting that business, because what if you fail? You're fearing speaking to that person, because what if you get rejected? We All of these mental stories and these thoughts that hold us back and stop us from living the life we want. So it's all about giving up on those mental barriers that are weighing you down so that you can finally actually become who you want to be. So the book takes you through these seven different journeys where you need to give up on these things weighing you down as every st step that you take, you feel lighter, you feel more 
in control and you're one step closer towards where you want to be, where finally you can give up putting off your happiness because you've overcome the reactive mindset, you've overcome living in fear, you've overcome getting caught up feeling anxious over the future, and you're able to be in the present and finally be happy and become the best version of yourself. So that's why it was designed and written in that way to really take the reader on this journey to taking control of the life they want. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. I love this. Maybe you should give up. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, uh, it's something, like you said, it's seemingly um, negative, but actually there are things that if we choose to give up they are going to be uh, they are going to help us become more free and that's so important in in the way that we make decisions in the way that we live our life yeah and yeah my problem with a lot of the self-help and personal development world is there's become this message that's been ingrained in people that if you want to achieve success, you have to keep pushing and you have to keep trying harder and you have to just give everything your all. And I'm not saying you don't have to work hard, but at the end of the day, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for different results. And this is why so many people are stuck because they're trying the same strategy and repeating it making a little bit of progress and then when it doesn't work they get deflated they give they quit and then they try again and again and that's why for me it's all about giving up on what isn't working it's figuring out okay this is the life that you want to live what is holding you back what are the things that you need to let go of that are stopping you from reaching your potential because if you look at any successful person they give up all the time just Take um, Elon Musk as an example. Regardless of how people may feel about him personally, there's no denying that he's had a huge impact on the world. But if you go back through his history, he's failed in spectacular fashion so many times in the public eye. But whenever something wasn't working, he gave up on the idea. He stopped trying to force it to get it to happen, and he pivoted and tried something new. And that's the central theme of the book. It's all about figuring out what are the things in your way that you're holding on to that are causing you to sabotage yourself and getting you to give up on them so that you can finally actually get out of your own way and take control of the life that you want. What a wonderful idea. Just to, I don't know, it it just sounds easier or more simple to uh, knowing that you need to give up on 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 some things that rather than uh like you said pushing 
and uh, I don't know, putting even more effort into things because, yeah, we can take a lot of action and it can bring us some sort of success. But if if we're not able to enjoy that success and we are always pushing, I don't know. Uh, at least in, in my in my view, it's it's not actually success. It's uh, just I don't know some kind of uh, achievements that are seen as such by others. But if they're not inside, if they if they're not uh, if they don't feel the same, they're they don't have as much value. So yeah, uh, it's usually that that we have some some things that we need to give up on to be able to to be lighter to be light enough to uh to move forward easier and uh more more effortlessly actually yeah yeah a perfect example of that is in section 6 of the book tying into exactly what you just said it's all about the theme of giving up being too hard on yourself because i find mm-hmm. with a lot of the people i work with and speak to they're their own worst enemy They have these big goals and desires, but they've also set unrealistic standards and expectations for themselves. And as a result, no matter what they achieve, they never feel like they're enough. They might have this amazing win or this huge success in their life, but they're mentally go straight to, oh, well, I could have done it quicker. Oh, someone else did it better. Oh, I could be doing more right now. So they're never happy because they're always focusing on what's missing rather than what they've done. And this, for me, makes such a like negative state of mind because it's always focusing on what's lacking rather than what they've actually done. And that's why a big theme that I talk about in the book is tipping the scale in a way that you're not lowering your goals and ambitions, but instead you're finding that balance where you know when you've done your best, when you can take a moment to be like, do you know what? Yes, maybe there is more that I could be doing right now, but I've given this my all, I've done what I can, and I can find happiness in that. So it's allowing yourself to grow and move forward in a way that you're actually recognizing your progress and finding the fulfillment along the way. This is one of the biggest things I see time and time again with the people that I deal with where they're not happy and they're unfulfilled because they're always focusing on what they haven't done well enough. And it's just really getting and breaking that cycle because if you don't, you're always going to be focusing on what's wrong. And this is why, for me, the book goes through these seven different areas that for every single one of us, in one way or another, we're holding on to, and it's stopping us from actually finding happiness and gratitude. Yeah. And how can we stop this? How can we stop being harsh on ourselves? For me, the starting point is recognizing and being aware on what you've actually done. Because if you're always focusing on the future, and you're focusing on where you want to get to, you're not going to be in the present. So it's just taking time to recognize, okay, do you know what? This is what I've achieved. This is what's gone right. This is the progress I've made. And internalizing and coming to terms with, actually, you gave the show and you did your best. And that's not saying lowering your standards, but it's just being aware on what you've actually put into it. Because if you're just completely oblivious to that and you're always just focusing on where you haven't done enough or what you still have to achieve you're living in the future so you have to pull it into the present and this goes back to what we spoke about before of tracking and monitoring your journey and really recognizing how far you've come and where you've shown up and done your best because if you haven't put in the effort 
then obviously you're going to beat yourself up and you're going to feel bad about it. But if you can look at your progress and what you've done and you can say, do you know what? I've put in the work. I've done my best. I've worked hard on this. That's where a lot of the time you can start actually feeling better about it. So it's, it all comes from having that awareness over what you're actually doing because if you're just getting caught up in what's happening, you're never going to be able to feel the moment and what's going on. Mm, definitely. Definitely. And um, this links in, in my view to um, our ability to uh, not compare with others. How, how can we go about that as well? Yeah, this is actually another one of the central themes of the book because I find that for far too many people, the reason why they're not happy is they're constantly comparing themselves to everyone else. You, you see it all the time. People go on social media and they're scrolling and they're feeling bad about that person's on their dream holiday or that other person's cramming another another 6 a.m. workout. And you see all these things and you build up mental stories about what they mean. But at the end of the day, what you have to remember is people only show you what they want you to see meaning what you actually view on social media is someone else's highlight reel. So it's completely unfair to compare what's going on in your life to the best bits of someone else's. And you also don't know truly what's happening on going on. Like that person who's on the dream holiday, they could have maxed out their credit card or that person who's in the gym at 6am, they could be doing that because they've got an unhappy marriage and they're trying to get away. And it's their only place where they can have some headspace. So it's just all about recognizing that actually you don't know what's going on in that person's life. And at the end of the day, it's irrelevant because even if that person's amazing and having the time of their life, they're great. Good for them. It's all about recognizing that you don't have to compare yourself to others because you're on your own path and your own journey. And this is why the guidance that I give in the book of the way that you stop comparing yourself to other people is firstly, you have to know what you want. You need to know, do you know what? This is the life that I want to be living because when you have that clarity, you can see what other people achieve and you'd be like, amazing, good for them. I don't want that though. I want this and you can focus on it. And step number two is you have to get a tunnel vision where you block out everything else and you just focus on yourself. Because if you don't, you're always going to fall into that comparison trap. So going back to the first point, I'll give you a perfect example of this. When I first started my business, a big part of the reason why was because I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to do my own hours. I wanted to build a life of freedom. But a couple of years into it, a few of my friends were doing really well. They were advancing in their career. They were settling down. They were uh, having kids. And I started to feel like I was failing. As I compared to them, I'm not where I should be in life. And then I realized, you know what? I didn't want any of those things. I didn't want a career. I didn't want to be tied to a mortgage with kids. I wanted to travel, to see the world, to live my own life. So it was an unfair playing field that I was comparing myself on. But the reason why I felt that way was because I hadn't internalized what I actually wanted. When, when I did and I put that into perspective, I could just block it out, be happy for them and focus on my own life. So like I said, the way that you break that trap is figure out what it is you truly want and then get a tunnel vision focusing on your goals. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie-smart, keto, protein plus, to vegan and veggie, and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. 
pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. When, when you know what you want and who you are, um, yeah, it's much easier to to see other people's success or uh, achievements in in a different way, and maybe just get inspired if if that's the case, or just be happy for them. I think this is the 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 best place to be in. And um, yeah, by by knowing what you want and who you are, everything is much more clear and. Um, you don't feel the need actually to compare that much because you know that it's it's just something else it's uh, a different kind of life that they choose that they chose and um yeah you're you're on your way and uh, uh if we if we think about the other points that we we mentioned um the fact that we appreciate where we are and our progress that that makes it so much easier for us to um, to enjoy the the ride, to to enjoy the whole process, and like you said, to to keep having um, ambitious goals and to keep wanting to to evolve and and be better in all aspects of life. Yeah, it just goes back to being aware of what you want and the life you want to create and also recognizing that just because someone else is winning doesn't mean that you're losing. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. get caught and they're like, oh, if all of these people are doing really well, that means I'm doing badly. And that couldn't be further from the truth. It's just recognizing that, do you know what? Other people are on their own path and they're going to have successes. And that's amazing. Like when you start building other people up and you feel happiness for the fact that they're achieving what they want, the world becomes a better place. Like we don't have to live in a situation where everything's all about, oh, other people need to be failing for me to feel like I'm doing well. It's a, That just brings resentment and also unhappiness. So I'm a big believer in just going in of wanting to build other people up, to want other people to win, because that means that they're actually living a happier life. So it's just internalizing that, do you know what you're on your own path focus on what you want and also cheer for everyone else around you as well exactly exactly and uh i also wanted to for us to get to uh another interesting point that uh i i've seen you you mention um so there there is this uh, light when it comes to success but there's always there's also the shadow of success uh, what is that shadow of success? So for me, whenever you shine a light on something, there's a shadow as well. And a lot of people over-glamorize and have this idea of what success actually is. And it's every, everywhere you look, you just go on social media, you see these people where they've built up the mind that running a business and being successful is all about private planes and fancy parties and endless cash. Whereas Anyone who's actually been on the other side of that knows that that couldn't be any further from the truth. The reality is that running a business and reaching a high level of success 
is incredibly stressful. You're in a situation where there's so much pressure on you to perform and deliver. You're working ridiculously hours. You're pushing yourself to the limit in order to actually follow through. And a lot of people only focus on the positive without recognizing how difficult that actually is. And I'm not taking away saying that it's not luxurious and all of those things, but it's just recognizing that there's two sides to every story. Like the amount of people that I work with who on paper have it all, They've got the big house, they've got the cash, they've got the successful businesses, but internally, they're absolutely miserable. In order to get to where they are, they've sacrificed their relationships, they're not connected to their kids, their marriages are in turmoil, their health is completely spiraling out of control, and they've got so much pressure on them, they can't actually enjoy what they're doing. So that's why for me, it's all about understanding what's actually going on there, because the issue with this as well is people put on this facade, they try and convince everyone else that they've got it all together because they feel like they have to uphold this image, which then reinforces the idea that everything is just sunshine and rainbows, when in reality, it's actually a very different situation. Yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. And um, this is how how we how things are. Um, there are always two sides of, of the story. And um the, going back to what you mentioned before um what we see as success isn't always just that it's uh, there's another part of the story that we don't know and um it's that's why in in my uh, view it's important for us to define what success is for us because it might seem that uh, the kind of success that we see everywhere is what we want. But in many situations, when we get there one way or another, we realize that it's n not actually that. And we can still have the, the kind of success that other people look up to, but it might not be what we actually enjoy and what uh, we actually uh, feel as success as being fulfilled and happy. Again, it goes back to understanding what you actually want and what's going to make you happy. Because if you're just building up in your mind based on an image that you see on the internet of what you think success has to look like, that's always going to set you up for disappointment because you don't know if that person's actually happy. I've lost count of the amount of conversations I've had with people where you go on their LinkedIn and it's just all smiles, winning awards, everything in their life looks like it's amazing. And then they get on the phone with me and they're breaking down. I, I had one client come to me who their business went through this huge period of growth. Everything was going amazing. They were now set to grow even further and they were aiming to double or if not triple in size over the next 12 months. And he was just like, I don't know if I've got it in me. It's like it's taken everything out of me to get to this point. I don't know if I've got anything left in the gap, the tank to keep pushing forward. But he would never admit that publicly he, because if he did, there'd be so much turmoil over his company. So he's just internalizing and bottling that up. And that's why going back to what I said, you have to understand that people only show you what they want you to see. And their life that you see online is their highlight reel. And you don't know what's happening on the other side of that. And this is why ultimately I believe we have to go in with a level of compassion, understanding that every single person regardless of how successful you may think they are, is having their own challenges and problems. Everyone is going through battles that we don't even realize. And when we have that compassion and empathy, that's how we can not only stop comparing ourselves to others, we can also connect with them on a deeper level. 
And that's where that awareness and just stopping to understand what's going on is so important. Yeah. And it's great that there are people like you that understand this and have seen this firsthand and um, are able to help these people as well because um, you, uh, as as do I, want for them to have the kind of success that's more meaningful as well. Like aside from the the exterior success, to to also feel uh, good in their in their shoes and to be able to to enjoy life more, not just uh, put up a facade of what they want other people to to see them as. So yeah, it's it's good to know that um, in all of this uh, duality, we we have people that are. Um, aware of these things and um think about how how these people can be helped as well because they they might seem that they have it all together and it's the case for many other people in general um but they actually need some help and yeah one thing i think that we're all guilty of in one way or another though is putting off our happiness regardless of who you are, what you're doing in your life, we all have this tendency to really just put off the things that we want, saying that we'll get to them eventually, whether that's Mm -hmm. time for your family, to focus on your health, to enjoy your hobbies, whatever it is. We get so pulled into everyday problems that we say to ourselves, once you achieve that next goal, that next milestone, that next threshold, that's when you'll take some time off. You'll prioritize your health, you'll be more present with your family, you'll do something for yourself. But isn't that what you said the last time and the time before that? And we just get stuck in this never-ending cycle, chasing things that aren't actually allowing us to live the life that we want. And this is why, for me, it's all about having that awareness of what is ultimately going to make you happy. And how do you then start letting go of the things that are stopping you from living that life? And that goes back to the core theme of the book that I spoke to you about, because in Maybe You Should Give Up, it is all about helping you let go of all of these things that are stopping you from being happy right now. It's about getting you out of your own head, getting you to better deal with the stress of everyday life and getting you to actually be at a point where you can prioritize the things that matter most. Because at the end of the day, for me, if you achieve amazing things, but you're not happy, then what's the point? So it's all Mm -hmm. about figuring out, okay, how do you have it all? How do you put yourself in situations where you can go after what you want, but you can be in the moment and find that fulfillment along the way with it? Exactly, exactly. Of course, it's not always easy, and uh, we all always need to uh, to find the balance, to look for the balance, um, because we can do many of the things that we want and that bring us happiness. But there are also challenges, regardless. And um, yeah, I, I think that's uh, yeah. such an important part to not put off our happiness and to think that okay we'll do something that's gonna make us happy uh, and just put it off to in in the future at some random point in time when we achieve something yeah it's it's important to uh to think about this and to um enjoy the journey and to not forget about what we ultimately want out of life and out of uh, how we live our days. So, yeah, thank you so much for uh, all of the things that you've shared and 
for all of the nuggets of wisdom that you that you gave us and now since we're at the end of our time together i wanted to ask you where um and when actually we can um, get the book so maybe you should give up is available for pre-order now anywhere that you can order books um it's going to be out on june 27th but one thing that i'm saying to anyone who pre-orders a copy from barnes and noble or waterstones is if you send me a screenshot with the receipt i'll also send you access to one of my mindset courses which usually sells for 297 dollars. just as a thank you for anyone who supports me and pre-orders a copy so yeah mm-hmm. like i said you can get maybe you can maybe you should give up any way you pre-order books and if you do get a copy from waterstones or bands and noble just drop me a message at byron at byronmorrison.com and we'll make sure we get access to one of my courses to you wow that's wonderful so generous so uh yeah thank you so much byron once again for for being on the podcast for sharing your wisdom and your experience i really had a, a great time and uh, i'm happy we did this no thank you for having me on that was a lot of fun hey gratitude seeker thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview i really appreciate it and if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it share it with them it might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better thank you so much once again this has been georgian benta don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. 
That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.